everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Activist Podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today we are joined with the incredibly divine Myra Capri Herring. Myra is based out of Atlanta and is the founder and CEO of Capri Brand, where she helps women show up with a more powerful image and presence. Her company helps women uncover their inner beauty, which is confidence, self-awareness, and purpose, and awaken their outer beauty, such as style and personal brand, to show up fully in their personal power and run unapologetically into their purpose. She believes that offering women these services helps them be more confident, more empathic, and well-prepared to serve their communities and show up in their organizations and lead with that confidence. And when I think of Myra, I can't even do so without a giant smile on my face. Myra is a fellow earth angel and somebody who truly sees the beauty in every single person walking this earth. It's kind of hard to imagine that, but once you start to hear from her, you'll understand this is just the way that she moves through life. And she encourages all of us to see our beauty within in service of showing up in this world in the ways that the divine has created us to be. And so with that, I cannot wait for you to hear this interview, this conversation with my good friend, Myra Capri Herring. Enjoy. Mm. Myra, Myra, my sister, how are you? I'm great, Leilani. I'm so happy to be here with you. I... (laughs) <laughs> Every single time I get, I say face to face with quotes because yes. hashtag pandemic, but mm-hmm. every time I see your face, I'm just like, ah, oh, we've arrived. I don't know. Oh. It feels like home. I do. I, I feel, I, well, I told you when I first met you, it was like an instant connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that every time it's your energy, I just feel so restored when I, when I get to interact with you. So I'm being restored right now. It's not even like we're recording a podcast. It's like, I just get to be full when we're done. So. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like you're talking dirty to me. That's all (laughs) all I ever want in life is for people to feel restored and I don't have to do shit. You didn't, you just show up. (laughs) You just show up. So thank you. Oh my gosh. It is so mutual. My friend, I and, and feel weird even saying my friend because it's like we've traveled so many lives together. Yeah, we. I, I I see that we were sisters. Mm. I see that we were cousins mm. in one life. I worked for you. Ooh, wow! <laughs> you know, we've traveled a lot of lives together. Yeah, that. isn't I that know. interesting? Is. And now here we are. We're reconnected. Reunited, it feels so good. Reunited and it feels, I'm not going to yell. Okay. Here's the thing is I'm feeling very, very called to, well, first of all, okay. Tell the people who you are. Who are you, Myra? And what are you here to do on this earth? Oh gosh, Leilani, that's, that's a great question. And it's so funny. I feel like I answer it in a different way, depending on what season I'm in in my life, but I am called to really help women tap into their beauty. Yeah, it's inner beauty, it's outer beauty. It's just the beauty of their gifts. It's just beauty. That's probably the best way to describe it. So I help women tap into it. It's there already. I can see it. I really do feel like I have a a clear lens to see it. 
mm-hmm. when they don't, especially when they don't see it. Mm. And I just is that why I feel so beautiful out? right now? Because you are, because you're gorgeous. Because <laughs> you're mean, gorgeous. Yeah, and you are. Are the listeners are like, okay, are they gonna? up or what's happening here I'm kidding is this still the introduction (laughs) who is she I love you okay sorry I interrupted but like when you but I had to just say when you said helping women tap into like their beauty it just like Mm -hmm. I melted Mm -hmm. because there are not a lot of people and not a lot of spaces where that is truly like at a soul level where that's available to us as self-identifying women, right? Mm -hmm. That's so true. And I, and I do it a couple of ways. I started off doing makeup and when I would have clients in my chair, we would spend more time. Like I would always run over, like literally run over the appointment because we'd spend so much time talking and they were like deep conversations about things. I, I would meet these women for the first time. And sometimes makeup can be very transactional. So it's only one time I get to work with them depending on, you know, the, the encounter. And we would have conversations about just deep things. So my makeup really evolved into me helping women really tap into their beauty and own their beauty and and be more confident. And then it turned into image consulting. So I added, you know, an element of helping women dress up and, and, and really show up. And then finally, I'm now doing coaching. So life coaching, Helping women, yeah, to to really run unapologetically in their purpose, but show up feeling and looking the part to to do that. So it's evolved. And what I also hear in that is when you say showing up and looking the part, I don't I don't see that as like because a lot of times when you hear that with like the Bravo shows and all that, it's it's about mm-hmm. like fitting in. Like, and we talk about fitting in so much in this podcast, but what I hear you saying is no, showing up the way that source intended you to Mm. show up the way that your soul is yearning to show up like authentically. So tell us a little bit about that process. What does that even look like? Yeah, I love that. And I may just get you to update my website. So we'll talk about (laughs) that later. I I just spent what, 10 minutes telling you that I'm not a doer. So (laughs) you can like write this down and then later you can listen to it and be like, yes. I'm going to listen. I'll listen to this podcast. Because I was like, that sounds so eloquent. It's true. And and I see you that way too. I see you as somebody who like, see, I mean, you see me to my soul Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. see me and we're both earth angels. We can say that we are both earth angels and earth angels have ability, have the ability to see straight to your soul and see like, not just straight to your soul and all of its, it's like, we see you as your highest self, heaven on earth and each person. Right. Yeah. And so I hear you like drawing that out and, and almost just like holding up like a divine mirror mm. to say, Ooh. this is actually who you are and how you were built and how you were divinely created. Yes. And it's just a matter of like, I don't know, unfogging the mirror. That's it. That's absolutely it. Again, you said it so well. I went through that process myself. I'm still going through that process. I still every day have to remind myself of who I am. I have to tap into my own beauty every day. I think because I've gone through that process and I was open to going through that and growing through that, that I can help other women do the the same thing. The, The mirror analogy is a perfect analogy. Holding up that mirror so people can actually see who they are. I feel like 
there's so much noise in this world sometimes that having the ability to filter through noise and really just kind of hone in on what makes you unique, what makes you beautiful, what your voice is like, all of those things. It's a process. It's difficult. Sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need a coach. Sometimes you just need someone to remind you like, girl, you, you are beautiful today. Mm. You don't even have to put I'm on- like, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> you need that sometimes. And I love doing it. Like I get energy encouraging other people. And it's truly genuine. Like I, you know, I, I'm around people all the time and friends tell me like, you, you just always find the good in people. Like, you know, you can compliment a stranger and I really can, but it's genuine. Like I see it. And if I don't say it, it'll just be, you know, it's burning inside. Like I have to share that joy, that Mm. beauty. It's something that just, it gives me so much energy. So I enjoy it. I love it. I know it's a gift. And people sometimes don't see it in themselves. So I get to be that mirror. I get to do that, that beautiful work. And I'm just, I'm blessed to be able to do it. So blessed. I mean, like what an amazing superpower to be able to just like see beauty everywhere you look. Yeah. Like you could be in a crowd of people that like traditionally are just like people, like Mm. nothing, you know, people could be in a crowd and be like, these are just people, but you see beauty, 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 beauty. Oh yes. And it all looks so different. It's colorful. It's vibrant, different Mm. shapes and sizes. And (sighs) oh my gosh, it's so colorful and, and dynamic. And, And that's just the way the world is. Anyone that wants everything to look the same bores me to tears. It's, boring <laughs> you know like, so boring no that. No which is that. why like our I mean to get to kind of in the the nitty-gritty of activism and yeah. like white supremacist culture tells us that beauty looks one way it's homogenous and it's vanilla like even if it had to look one way like let's just say that they were Can right we a, a little pigment a just a little, little like a tiny color. just a little pigment just Can we get some color. It doesn't have to be vanilla. Like, yes, all of that. It is so true. And vanilla is also beautiful. That's, I think that that's the thing is like, now I'm like getting into the whole activism piece of this is like, no one's saying that white is not beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We're just saying that every other color is also beautiful. Yes. Every single one, every shade in between. Every shade. Absolutely. And I agree with you, you know, we're, we're joking, but I know that God, the creator, almighty, the universe, whoever and however you call the source, the creator, created this world to be colorful and dynamic. And that's what makes it beautiful. Rainbows are a natural thing that occur. Like I can't create Mm -hmm. a rainbow, but look at all the colors that come in a natural occurring thing, which is a rainbow. It's so many different colors. It's just it shows you, you know, God created us to be a beautiful concert of colors just interacting with one another. I, just, I love that. It may, it makes me think of the Northern Lights. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, <laughs> God doesn't, God pulls out the stops. Like the universe yeah. source, like pulls out all the stops yes. when it comes to beauty. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere you look, I mean, I live in the middle of the city, you know, like I'm, looking over and I see like mountains and trees and you know it's just it's so easy to forget the beauty because we're so wrapped up in our own experience 
That's so true. And we can't see it sometimes. And you sometimes need someone to point it out to you. Every now and then you might need a coach. You might need, you know, another voice. You might need someone mm. that's like, girl, you look good today. Like you oh, are killing it. You Thanks. know, I spent some time. <laughs> forget. We forget. Or or we're, we're seeing and hearing so many other things. Again, going back to this noise analogy, because I realized so I'm going to take you on a tangent and then I'll come back to, to the noise. But I was walking today. I went for a walk outside. I was listening to a podcast. Actually, I was listening to your podcast, Leilani. Okay. Amazing. Okay. And everyone should subscribe, hit that button, follow, because I just loved hearing about, you know, all that you're doing. So I'm listening to your podcast. There's construction going on. There's this really loud car engine. Like it was so hard for me to like hear in my ear pods because it was so much noise going on around me. But then I just turned the volume up on the podcast and I could hear it. So I focused in on what I needed to hear. Mm. So back to this noise analogy in the world, all this noise going on, you just need to turn up what you want to hear. The noise will mm. still be there. It's it's always, always going there. to be there. It's going to be there. Just turn up the volume on what you actually want to hear. And then the rest of the noise goes away or get you some really good, you know, some noise counseling earphones. Maybe that's an analogy for something in your life. I don't know. It'll, maybe it will make sense to you, but I, I've had to cancel a lot of shit over the last yeah, six months. Some, I've been canceling. I canceled a job. I canceled a relationship. <laughs> You might have to cancel some of that noise. You might have to. You can hear clearly. Mm -hmm. You can tap into what makes you beautiful. You can tap into you. Cancel it out. It's so interesting hearing you talk about the noise, where my mind goes, and I'm not really sure where we're going with this, but but hear me out. Yes, I'm here for the ride. I'm going to let this move through me. So Mm -hmm. I have been on a spiritual journey. Everybody knows that to, to discover myself. And this is vulnerable. I usually, I I try to, you know, kind of keep myself out of it, but I am, again, it's burning inside of me sources. Mm. Like you need to tell the story. And so I, you know, I had a kid three years, a little over three years ago. I, you know, my pregnancy was really rough. I was physically Mm. very, I mean, it was hard. Mm. I had some conditions that made it really difficult for me to move. So I, I gained weight. I went through postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Like it was very hard and I gained, I I never lost the baby weight, you know, like two and a half years later or whatever, I started Mm -hmm. down my spiritual journey. And what's interesting is like, as I became more aligned spiritually and kind of started turning down the noise on what was causing my suffering right? Like I kind of had to turn it down and I didn't really change that much. It's not like I'm like a gym rat now that it it was just like, okay, I'm going to just tap in and I'm just going to tap into what my body and my spirit is calling for. Mm. And then the weight just, I mean, it was just, it just started to like melt off. Melted. Melted It just melted because Mm. it was almost like my perception of beauty for myself. Yeah. It was starting to align. Like I was starting to see my own beauty. Yeah. And and my seeing my own beauty melted what I felt like was not beautiful. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh yes, that does. Yeah. I so love that. so it, like it almost is like when you see yeah. your own beauty, 
it brings things into focus almost like it brings you into Ooh. alignment, right? Oh yeah. So tell me what's coming up. Cause you're, you're feeling some things that, over there. Well, I just, the alignment, it's two ways you can really focus in. You can either cancel out the noise or you can turn up what you're, what you're trying to hear, what you're trying to pull in. And, and that's alignment. What you were just describing is, is that alignment. You weren't focusing on the weight. You weren't focusing on the weight anymore. You were focused on making yourself feel better and, and what made you feel good. And, and then the weight went away. So you focused though your alignment was, I want to turn up the noise on, on feeling good. And then it just automatically, the, the bad, the, the weight that you wanted to get rid of, all of that other stuff, it melted away. You were in alignment with what you wanted. So I think it really was that, that power manifestation. You know, when you focus on what you want, you were, you were turning up the good noise, if you will. And, and the rest, the bad, just it went away. You didn't hear it anymore. And I'm still like kind of stuck on this beauty thing. So about a year ago is when, when I started really channeling, that's when the the messages really started. Mm. It was actually around this, around this time, the pandemic, I, I started yeah. hearing more spiritual guidance and I started living out loud and telling clients like, Hey, your grandmother's here and has a message for, you know, I just started, I started saying yes yeah. to like, my spiritual gifts. And that made me feel beautiful. It was like the beauty, the beauty was like the alignment of, it was like me saying yes to my spiritual journey. Right. That's where, that's where my beauty has stemmed from is like, I know I'm divinely created and I know I have gifts that this world needs period. I know it too. (laughs) Yeah. But, but it was like, it was only until I recognized my intrinsic beauty Yes, that I actually, that my physical beauty, which I have toiled over my entire life. I was anorexic. I was, mm. you know, I wore like tons of makeup and hide, like, I was just mm. always hiding. Like I was like, I'm not pretty enough. I got to change myself so that I can be loved. And now it's like in my spiritual journey a year ago, I told myself, Oh fuck. I am beautiful and God created me beautifully. And that's so cool. And then, and then the external stuff, it just like, was like, like it all just came into alignment. I I have people telling me like, you're glowing. And I'm like, I didn't do anything different. I'm just like living my life in alignment with what my soul is craving. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's almost like we tend to think that there's this journey to beauty that we have to like go to the gym, that we have to eat yes. these foods, that we have to use this makeup. We have to use this hair, hair stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, what, what would happen Yeah. if we said, what does beauty mean for us on a soul mm-hmm. level? Mm-hmm. Like what would mm-hmm. my, my beauty look like if I could recognize it in the ways that God created me, in the ways that divine created me. And then let, it's like, because the rest of it is just like symptoms, right? It is. Absolutely. Okay. Now you talk. Oh my God. It was so so much. It's so potent. You're just like, okay, now go. I'm like, I'm still getting all of that. Oh man. So Leilani, it was just, first of all, thank you for sharing your story because it is a place of vulnerability. And you're telling the story of so many women, like there are so many women, you know, that are, that may suffer for different reasons, you know, weight or not feeling good about how they look or just whatever reason. So that's a place of vulnerability to first be able to share that. So thank you. 
it's so much in that. It's interesting that you felt more beautiful when you let go of things. It was almost like not adding more on to be feel beautiful. It was letting go. Like you let go Mm. and felt more beautiful. Mm. And just imagine if more women did that. Like they let go of the things that they feel they have to hold. It's so liberating. I just got Um, goosebumps like hearing you say that because I think when I think of women and especially women of color and especially black women, it's like Mm -hmm. how much we have to hold, right? Oof. Oof. And the more we have to hold, the less beautiful we feel externally, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. I mean, from what I'm hearing is like, it's true. The more we hold, the less we get to like see our own beauty. Yeah. And, and it's covering it up. And the more we hold, the more we have to work to feel beautiful because we're so heavy with, with extra weight. Now we're trying to cover that up or add some more clothes, you know, think about all of the extra that you have to do to cover up. If you're already carrying a lot, you know, mm. the letting go, I think there is beauty pun intended in letting go and, Mm -hmm. you know, releasing that because it doesn't mean you have to wear makeup every day because that glow that you were talking about is a natural glow that comes without makeup. It Mm -hmm. is because you felt good about yourself. So Mm -hmm. feeling good about yourself, I think is a precursor of actually feeling beautiful. If you think about it, we operate in how we feel, not necessarily what we know to do, Mm-hmm. You operate every day. Most of us operate every day in how we feel, Absolutely. how we feel drives our action. And Absolutely. so, and that's yeah. scientifically backed, by the way, like yes, our feelings exactly. drive, our Good, feelings drive our behaviors. Mm-hmm. Good. Cause I've been saying that for a while. So yeah. I'm glad. It's You're fine. welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now I can say science shows that. <laughs> That feelings feelings drive behavior. So when we get, and and I just had coach LT on in the last podcast that I recorded and Mm. she said the same thing. It's like, we cannot change anything until we change our mind. Like until we change our emotional state and we start to get right with ourselves. Yeah. That's the only way it's the only way forward. And she, she does like nutrition and health coaching and things like that. And it's like, None of that matters There's if symptoms. you're not right again, with yourself. That Again, it's going back to what you said earlier. Absolutely. Those are the symptoms. If you want to change behavior, you know, it's not changing those actions, like making a to-do list and, and, and creating these great habits. It's actually first pausing, stopping, and then and changing your thoughts. Change your thoughts and then your behavior will be a result. Like the example you gave earlier about you losing the weight, you changed your thoughts first and then the weight melted off. Mm. So in that order, you know, if you do it out of order, you address the action right away. You're just addressing symptoms. It's a temporary fix. You know, Absolutely. you're not doing that full, yeah, that recovery, that, that healing that you need. Mm. It's in your mind. It's feeling good about yourself. And, you know, I'm going to overuse this noise analogy because it's just, it just keeps coming up. The feeling of how you feel about yourself can be impacted by how much you're on social media and how much you're, you're tuning into what other people are doing and how much you're reading things and seeing all these images that 
make you feel like you're less than. If you're consuming that consistently, you're going to feel less than. And that's going to drive you to think, oh, well, then I need to, yeah, let me go. I don't know. I need to get these lip injections or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. Pick your poison, whatever it is. It may be something that you're being fed because you're consuming all of this extra noise. And and maybe that's not what you need. I don't know. I'm not saying anything against it, but maybe that's not what you need to feel I mean, But I think you do know because yeah. you, you know beauty. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was very clearly why you were put here yeah. is to not only see beauty, but to speak from beauty's voice. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. You do know. So what do you know? I guess I'm, I keep having a question come through. What do you want everybody? I don't, and again, this, I feel like men are going to hear this and say, this isn't about me or whatever, mm-hmm. but it is right. Yeah. Beauty yeah. Oh, resides gosh. in all trans, of us. And gender. Trans, oh, everybody. Yeah, exactly. I guess what the, what's coming through right now is what do you want people to know who struggle with seeing their own beauty? Like, what would you say to the person in front of you? You've got your mirror ready to go. Yeah. But what do you say before they can see it? Man, it was in you before you got here. It was in you before you got here. And we forgot. It's a, I'm reading a book by Marion Williamson. I'm always reading 10 books at one time. So I can, I can probably say that about 10 books, Leilani. Like if I ever say I'm reading a book, it's because I'm reading all of them. But A Return to Love by Marion Williamson and just the title of Return to Love, it is a reminder that Source, the creator, put this in you at the beginning, like you were created beautiful. So Mm. it's just a return. It's just a a reminder. It's just coming back. It's just someone telling you, oh, girl, you forgot. So or or. Sir, man, you forgot this is this is a return to love because it's already in you. Like before we started, we were grounding, mm. that pink image came up. And you know, I told you pink was my little girl. And this image of little Myra, little Myra did not think she was beautiful. Little Myra struggled. Like, let me just tell you, it it's been a journey. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, Little Leilani was very sad. Like, mm -hmm. just like, I don't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Because somebody lied to you. Somebody lied to me too. (laughs) Someone lied to me. I mean, the world, right? It's a smog. It's the smog that we breathe. It's our conditioning. It's our programming. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we had to deprogram and, and relearn, unlearn and relearn. And that pink, that little girl image of me was I'm of a darker complexion. So those that are just hearing this, not seeing me, I am of a dark skin complexion. And growing up in America, that wasn't cute, you know? And as a little girl around, you know, other younger kids who are, again, no no fault of their own are being, are consuming what mainstream media image of beauty is. I got teased. I got teased for being dark. I got teased I wore glasses, I wore a retainer, like all of the things, just make a list of all of the things that little kids <sighs> can tease you about. <laughs> and I was at the top. I was a straight A student, like top of my class. So, Oh, I, I, and you got all the good, great. Oh my gosh. Did you have any friends? 
you don't have to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I didn't see it in myself. I didn't see. Well, first of all, I didn't know that, that those things were a thing. Like I just loved everybody again, this gift of seeing beauty. So I loved everybody. And so, you know, from the prettiest to someone that doesn't subscribe to to looking pretty according to mainstream media. I thought everybody was beautiful. So I never understood those those concepts. I started learning and and, uh, learned real early that there was this image of beauty and I did not fit the mold. So anyway, I had to really, really start to understand what made me beautiful, what made me unique. It started with my thoughts and it started with my own conditioning and reconditioning. Like I went through it in elementary school and and middle school too, even. But at some point, and I I don't know what the trigger was, but at some point I realized my own worth. I realized that the same struggles I was going through, these other young children were going through it too, you know, and it may have just looked like a different struggle, but they all had their own struggles. So I learned love at a very early age. I learned to love people through their inability to love. I learned all of that at an early age Mm. and I was able to work through it. I was able to work through the fact that, you know, other people may have not seen me as beautiful, but I I didn't know. I didn't understand that concept of, of not feeling beautiful. It was learned to me. So I worked through it and I'm better for it because now Mm -hmm. I can say, oh, you know, I can help my clients see what they already possess and they already have had since they were created, since they got here. Mm. What it makes me think too is, well, first of all, we don't know shit about beauty, like in this dimension, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we think we Mm -hmm. do, we think we know what beauty is and we have no idea yeah. what true, what true beauty. We're starting to see it. We're starting uh-huh. to, because the earth angel revolution, we are in full swing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're, it's we're starting. Spiritual. Oh, it's spiritual. It is so spiritual. So beauty spiritual. is spiritual. And I guess where I like where my mind goes with that is how much this misconception of beauty has contributed to our collective suffering. Mm. The fact that we are misguided mm. about what beauty truly is. Yeah. We think it's this external. We think it's being this thin, having yeah. this bust, having all yeah. this, and how much that not only contributes to our suffering as the ones who may not feel beautiful, mm-hmm. but also how it contributes to the suffering of the folks who are just trying to attract beauty and thinking uh-huh. that that, you know what I mean? Like this misconception oh of beauty, God, yes. the suffering is like, exponential because we just don't actually know what the fuck beauty is we don't and it's it's become ingrained in our culture like those things I was talking about those kids they learn that like little children aren't born with that they don't know the difference like we're you know all we want to play on the playground together like you learn that and and there is this gosh it it frustrates me and and this is a, a whole conversation but what I hear sometimes in music and what I see sometimes in, in media about women and what they think is beautiful or what, what has now become the face of beauty disgusts me because it oftentimes is degrading to women. Oh, absolutely. We feel, because yes. we serve a purpose. We are, oh we are here as beings of 
pleasure. Objects. Yes. Objects. Yes. We're objects. Yes. That's not beauty. Not in God's eyes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I don't, there are some there it's, it, I'm, I'm getting tongue tied because there, I'm, I'm conflicted often. I'm very conflicted sometimes because there is beauty in yes, own your beautiful body. There is so much beauty in, in being appreciating your body. I get that. But when it becomes an object of pleasure and you're doing it to please other people, not please yourself, then that's when it becomes corrupt. That's when it's a toxic Absolutely. type of relationship. It's different. Then. It's complex. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, I hear you on that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess it really is. I feel like there's a question. Let me just ground because I this conversation. I I just have to say is like it is very triggering for me in like all, all of the ways, like it's triggering because I'm like, Oh, I'm so glad I finally feel beautiful. And Mm -hmm. I'm also like thinking of little Leilani and Uh, how unpretty she felt, you know what I mean? Like unbeautiful. And this is still so recent, like so fresh for me to actually Mm -hmm. feel like I look good. You know, like I, I look good from like when I used to hear people say you're beautiful from the inside out. I'm like, whatever, you don't even know what you're talking about. Right. Like, (laughs) but they were you, they were like reflectors of beauty. They were just like, no, I just, I truly see your soul. Like I'm not shooting you. And I'm like, oh, you're just saying whatever you tell everybody that. And I don't, that Mm -mm. I don't see like some people just are ugly on the inside. (laughs) I mean, they are, you know, I try to find beauty and everything, but my goodness, some but sometimes, it, I mean, and they're just broken, right? It's not, broken. they were born beautiful. They are yes. beautiful, but that's yes. so deeply hidden. Right. And that, and that was learned, like that was something mm-hmm. that they weren't born that way, but now mm-hmm. they have consumed a lot of just negativity. And on the inside, that beauty has been covered up and I can't find it, you know. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, like the best person to find it. Right. And if I don't yeah. see it, you know, there's a lot of work. That it's a lot <laughs> of work. Not your ideal client. It sounds like. Oh, absolutely. It's new for me too. Like you, you said, you're just coming into that place because it took me a lot to come into that place. And again, it didn't happen on the outside first. Mm-hmm. It happened on the inside. And like you, people would tell me, you know, oh my gosh, you're just such a beautiful spirit, just great mm-hmm. things. And I'd be like, yeah, is that something you tell ugly people? Like you're beautiful <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> so I don't want that. That's not. <laughs> you're like, it's like that, um, how they used to be like, you have a great personality. Right. <laughs> right. Like, did you just call me ugly? <laughs> But in all seriousness, like, I guess my question then is what is one small step that somebody who is like, so really wanting to be connected to their inner soul fueled beauty? What is one thing that whoever is listening to this podcast, who is like, I have no idea how to access that. What do they, what is one thing they can do? Ooh, gosh, that's such a great question. So I'm going to first say something that's probably going to be frustrating for people to hear, and then I will qualify it. They know. That's the answer. They know. (laughs) And what I mean by that is it's in your spirit, like, you know, and if you, if you don't understand, you know, these terms spirit and and all of that, if that doesn't make sense to you, you feel it in your gut, you know, it, it's, it's something that keeps coming up for you, if you will, that is your gift. 
it really just goes back to tapping into your gift because the value, the confidence you get from just knowing, just a knowing, you know what I mean? Like tapping into what makes you special, what makes you powerful is a knowing. And I'm telling you, when you tap into that, nothing else, Matt, like all the other stuff, you're just like, eh, no, that's not for me. You can dodge uh-huh. things. You, you oh know. God, I say no to so many. Yeah. People. Like it's just, you get to, you get clear yeah, about what is for you and what is not for you, and that is mm-hmm. that's drowning. That's like taking the noise out of the equation, it right? Takes the noise out. It goes back to that alignment we were talking about. When you're in alignment, the mm-hmm. rest of the stuff just kind of melts away, you know. And like when we talked about, when you get rid of that weight, that beauty shows up. Like it's uncovered, it's unveiled. So you let go of the things that don't serve you. Beauty shows up. I mean, it's there. It just was, you had to remember, you had to unveil it, you know? So Mm. I think tapping into what makes you powerful, what excites you, you know, what makes you just brilliant, amazing, tap into it. You know what it is. Uh You know what it is. And then the rest of the stuff just melts away. Your beauty just it shows up, you glow, like you were saying, you just naturally will glow. It comes, it, it's there in you. Uh-huh. And my job is, I see it. My job is to help you get rid of all the stuff that's currently covering it up. Mm, clearing out the noise. Mm-hmm. How many times have we said noise now? I know, so I know. But I was like, true. Trying to, it's true. I was trying to think of another word, Leilani, for our listeners, but they're getting noise today. <laughs> and and you know what it makes me think of is like, I think it's easy to like oversimplify the process of like, find what lights you on fire, find what your soul is calling for, your spirit is calling for all of that. And mm-hmm. then like, do that. And, and people yeah. probably are like, okay, well, that's easy for you to say. And it's like, no, actually, that's a really hard thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't know what that is. I mean, Mm -hmm. like you do know on a soul level, but sometimes you need people to reflect that back to you. Mm. So when Mm -hmm. I, when I've been in the depths of like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And this is like a constant journey. I'm always questioning myself. And I, people are like, Mm -hmm. people are like, you're so confident. Like, you know what you need, you know what you want, you know what you're doing. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I am seriously, it is a minute by minute, moment by moment choice Yes, to align. Mm-hmm. And that yes. has taken a year of practice it for is. me to say, okay, I'm a pause. What's in alignment mm-hmm. with what my spirit is calling for? Yes. I love that. It made me think because it is, you're, you're absolutely right. And I don't want to oversimplify like the knowing. And I also want people to be able to start the journey if they haven't already. I thought about standardized tests in school. I don't know why I thought about this, but here's the analogy. Mm. (laughs) Standardized tests, you know, one of the tactics I learned was if you don't know the answer, get rid of the answers that you know aren't correct, right? So you might not know right away what that calling is, but you know what it's not, right? Mm. So if you have to use that approach, then start filtering out those things that aren't it, like that may currently be in your life, but you know, you're just maybe carrying them because, oh, someone told you you should, or 
Yeah. My mom or dad did this or they're in the way they're in the way you have way. to clear them out of the way for you to know what you already know. Yeah. So hmm. get rid of the stuff that doesn't. You almost fit. said noise. I did. I said, <laughs> but then you saw me. I pivoted. I pivoted. <laughs> get rid of this stuff. Get rid of the noise. It's in the way. So yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know if I've ever said noise that many times in life, like Mm -hmm. just one day. There's a reason for that because the noise it's constant, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. if we think about our world and the, the really kind of sad state we're in as a collective, it's like, it's because we have gotten drowned out. We've drowned out our beauty, our spirits with this noise. Absolutely. Of like everything that doesn't matter, like Amazon and, you know, like (laughs) online ordering and shopping and, and like stuff and like acquiring wealth. And there's just, and when I say wealth, I mean like money and it's like, we have gotten just so cluttered. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So start getting rid of it. There's a quote and I don't want to mess up who actually says the quote, but the quote, and I may be paraphrasing is, if you want to fly, you have to get rid of the shit that weighs you down. Mm. And and then you can fly. Mm. You can fly them. Oh my God. Get rid of the stuff that's weighing you down. I just Maybe it's, oh, I'll change it and I'll make it my own quote. I will say, mm. if you want to tap into your beauty, get rid of the noise that's mm. cluttering your... I don't know. I'll think of something, but that's <laughs> going to be my quote. I'm going to work on it. I I'm love gonna... it. Well, perfect. Because we're like at time and we're now at the stage where we get to hear your bumper sticker. So maybe take two is what is your bumper sticker that you want stamp of Myra, everybody to know? Oh my gosh. That's like these great questions. Ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> love it. You are beauty. Mm. You are beauty. Mm. And I'm hearing you are divine beauty. You are divine beauty. I love that. We co-created your bumper sticker. We did. Do I get royalties for that? You do. You do. (laughs) You do. (laughs) Absolutely. I, I hope... I hope that everyone is as joyful listening to this as it was to record it. This was just, just a delight. Mm -hmm. Tell us how we can get a hold of you. How can we follow what you're doing? Tell us all the things. Absolutely. So everything's at Capri Brand, C-A-P-R-I-B-R-A-N-D. That's Instagram, Twitter. Still think I have a Facebook page. I'm not on it as much, but it's, it's out there. My website is www.caprebrand.com. So it's all things Capri brand. That's where you can find me. Oh, Myra, (laughs) you are such a gift. Thank you so much for being here, for imparting your beauty on this earth, this, this round rock that we all love and live on. And I'm just grateful for you and your divinity. Thank you. Thank you. Same here. I am a reflection of you. So I am, mm. I am so equally. So grateful. you are the mirror. Ooh. You are the divine mirror. Ooh. If you're not holding it, you are the mirror. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. Are you going to end like that? You're just be, <laughs> oh, that's not fair. Oh my gosh. Wow. <sighs> I love you so Uh much, friend. I love you back. I'm going to take all of this. I'm going to re-listen because you were were really just 
tapping into some things. So Mm. thank you for being open. Thank you for being you. Mm. Thank you for all those things. Oh, friends, thank you so much for being here for this divine interview with my good friend, Myra. As I think back on the episode and reflect on some of my biggest takeaways, I am just really sitting with this notion of inherent beauty, right? We were all born here with this beauty radiating within us. And over time, we tend to forget, we get conditioned out of believing that we are beautiful. And I think it's safe to say that we're beautiful regardless of how we identify from a gender perspective, race, ethnicity, all of that. And I think that a big part of our spiritual awakening as a collective is going to rely on our ability to call light to that and to own our inner beauty. So I hope that this interview was an opportunity for you to reflect on the ways in which you are beautiful and what that means for you as you step into your divine power, as you step into your spiritual gifts. And the question that is coming through most likely from source at this time is what is it that needs to be either turned up or turned down? You know, we talked a lot about the noise, right? So what is it that needs to be turned down more than likely in order for you to start to believe and see your own beauty? That's the question that's coming through. What needs to be turned down friends? Because that noise is getting in the way of our divinity of your divinity. So with that, I just thank you again for being here. Thank you for listening. I am so grateful for this entire community. You all are seriously my heart. If you would like to connect with Myra, all of her information is in the show notes. If you'd like to connect with me, drop me a note. Let me know how this episode lands for you. I'm on all the socials at Shaman Leilani. But for now, be still, my friends, and live into your impact. Take such good care of your spirits today and talk to you soon.